Celia. The day is November 25th, 2020. Querida Celia, the day is oh god, December 20 23rd. Today's December 23rd. Happy Merry Christmas Eve Eve Eve. Right? So I graduate in one, two, three, four days. The day today is May 18th, 2021. The day is June 2nd, 2021. The day is February 15th and it is 1.43 a.m. I hope that when you listen to this, estoy super lista. Um, y va a ser muy divertido. Okay, that's all. Love you, bye. Today is... February 26, 2023. And we have a very special episode with Miss Karen Parada. We're going to continue into part two. Um, how, how did your support system show up for you as all of this was happening? Like, how are you managing, like, juggling this and juggling a new relationship? Like, give us your dating advice. We want to hear it all. Thank you. Oh, well, um, so I met my current partner, at a very weird time in my life, I definitely didn't expect him to, he like literally came out of nowhere. I'm still not fully convinced that he's a real person, <laughs> um, but uh, I met him um, in, it was towards like the middle of September. So I just had a very successful hot girl summer. I was doing my own thing. My, my cousin had come over the summer. She stayed with me for about like three and a half weeks so I was feeling like real good. I was exercising. I was doing my thing. Stuff happening in the lab was like not good. It was not good at all. But my world outside of that, I would say was pretty good. I had definitely been going outside a lot more and I had been able to work through a lot of the things that I was struggling with. And by this point, I had become very unhinged in the sense that like I knew I didn't have anything to lose and I wasn't scared of anyone or anything, uh, which I think is very interesting because I definitely attracted, I think, like what I had put out into the world at the time, right? Before I was very like, mm-hmm. right? Like crying all the time and like- Stephanie going- and I can talk all about this. Stephanie gave me a freaking hard truth the other day where she was like, any experience you have is a mirror of your subconscious. And I said, stop, the volume is a little too loud here. But, yeah, I was just like, I was feeling real good about myself. Like it was good. Um, And he this guy I remember like every now and then I go through my dms and you know how like we all have that request folder for like people that you don't know and they like oh yeah yeah Yeah, so I remember (laughs) going through my request folder and there's this guy in there there's a lot of men in there but there's this guy in particular yeah there are (laughs) beautiful like I don't you like um, I know this is like really weird, but I have like an extra ticket to Bad Bunny's concert in Las Vegas. Like, I'd really love to take you, yada, yada. And I remember like looking at it and I'm like, who the hell does this guy like think he is? Like very confident, asking me to go to a concert with him. He has like no idea who I am. I have no idea who he is, like stranger danger. And I just kind of responded. I was like, hey, like, thanks for thinking of me, but I actually don't live on the mainland US. So like. I'd love to, but you'll have to say, you'll say, have to like say hi to Benito for me. The um, way I would have flown to the U.S. to go to a Bad Bunny concert. I was like, and you stranger know danger, go. Stephanie. I have no fear of strangers, unfortunately. Not unfortunately. I'm still alive. I'm still fine. Everything's been fine. I I'm always say do it for, for the you. plot. I, like, I would have done it for the plot. Okay, so you turn him down. You turn Bad yes. Bunny down and he pursues. Yes anyway yes he does so what did i what did i'm like scrolling so far back oh my, oh my gosh we want the red receipts i need to know the exact quotes so that i can <laughs> i can put it <laughs> at the caption yeah i said okay i was like i was like damn bad bunny ticket she i appreciate the invite but oh, i don't live on the mainland u.s hope you have fun um but please oh I, this is where i was feeling very confident i said but please send that lor um oh wait wait wait, sorry okay he when he reached out to me he said if you're feeling spontaneous come with i can send you a letter of rec my pi wrote me to prove that i'm not a psychopath Mm. i I turned it down but i 
left the door open for him to still send that letter of Rex that I knew that I wasn't DMing a psychopath. And then, um, yeah, so then he sent me quite literally a letter of recommendation from his PI for med school, along with a couple of like illustrations. I don't think you guys can see them, but a couple of illustrations um, that he drew himself of like wait. Like so cute. That's so cute. Oh my god, they're like love letters. Oh, I don't know. I think he used notability to draw these. So thank you, notability, for bringing your relationship together. I also think I still have the screenshot of this initial message from when I literally interrogated you and I said, Who is this soft lunch? I need to know. And you sent them. I think I also have the screenshot. Oh my god. Notability should sponsor you. And one of the like things that he drew me he said play sorry uh sorry puppy by bad bunny start at 119 and that's like one of my favorite songs not that anyone knew that but oh my god if you go to sorry puppy by bad bunny and play it at 119 you'll see what it is and then wait i'm pulling it up can we play it i'm pulling it up i just want to ask had you guys been like texting talking before this or did he just like send these drawings like you know you asked sent the letter of rec sent these drawings like what was what was the the turnaround time here like it was about did, it was about a day it was about a day so you hadn't been like talking to him and he sent all these letters no. oh i said like let's get all the materials and then he said i want to make sure the highest quality please stand by and he knew what he, he wanted all- from the get-go he was like yeah. i only got one chance i okay. can't mess it up are we ready? Are we ready? Sorry, yes. sorry, Poppy. No, the way we're all just like sitting here listening oh, with our mouths. Wait, literally, I'm probably not gonna say I want to meet you. Yeah. Wait, I'm I'm looking up the full lyrics. I I think if you're listening to my podcast right now, I'm gonna take it out because I don't know how freaking I don't I don't want it to get copyrighted. But go listen to sorry. I think Poppy you can have up to like thirty seconds of something without it getting copyrighted. There's what? like specific starting from when got in. One, um, one minute 19 one minute 19 okay yeah. starting go listen to sorry poppy starting at one minute 19 to know exactly how this man slid into Karen's dms i'm literally uh, reading it i'm swooning That's wait so can awesome. i read it starting at 19 so it's like yeah, no podemos it. conocer te juro será un placer ese ojito te los hicieron a pincel otra como tú no vuelva no vuelve a nacer okay i'm not gonna say last one because it's like si quiere Si quiere, yo pago una suscripción. Diosa, esa es tu definición. Te quiero con todo y la bendición. Única, no tiene gemela. Tú te mereces caminar en pasarela. Wow. I wow. feel like that's like a sign from wow. the universe that it was one of your favorite songs. It was. The so, universe said, that, that's your person, man. You wanted a clear sign? Here you go. Yeah, he came in at a really interesting time. We kind of just continued. We talked for maybe about like another week or two. Um, and then we like zoomed and then after that like I gave him my number and then he flew out to Hawaii to come see me in person and we spent like basically an entire week together and it was quite literally like love at first sight so oh my god wait okay like did he did he fly out like with the intention of staying with you or like did he have a place booked no he 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 booked like an Airbnb type of good okay because I was like Honestly, like that's happened to me before where like someone has wanted to visit me and I'm like, what am I gonna do if we don't It's like you were like meet you for the first time. Yeah. This Both. Is yeah. Both. Oh my god. Remember my um we'll give him a code name, my California boy. Um uh, <laughs> <he's> like, <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> but he was gonna fly out to spend the weekend with me and we had only ever like FaceTimed or texted. And I oh was my god. like I was like, what if I hate him in person and he's like in my apartment for the whole weekend? Like, what am I going to do? Yeah, no, not a move. Definitely don't do that. I also love how you did Zoom before you gave him your number. You're like, you know what? We're going to keep this <laughs> professional. And I then like, if you. Yeah, I like I, I definitely kept it super professional. The first time we Zoomed, it was to study where we did like the 25 five minute break type thing. So what? like that was because I'm. <laughs> Although I wasn't happy in my PhD program, at that point in time, I was like dead set. I was like rage. I was operating on rage and spite at this point. So it was very mm-hmm. serious. And I was like, if I'm going to let you into my life, like I need you to understand that like I have like goals and like this is what I'm like. So, but. Well, how did that conversation go then? Were you like, 
I'm going to study. You could be there if you want to be there. Here's a Zoom link. This isn't a date. Like, how how was this conversation? Like, who suggested it? Was he like, I want to spend time with you? And you're like, I need to study. And he's like, okay, put me in the Zoom. I'll study with you. And then you're like, all right. Like, I, yeah. I, I want to know. I'm taking notes here. Let me get my little journal, my little pen. I need to know. Well, before that, actually, he had sent me a cooking demo that he made. Like, he made a video of him, like, doing like two different cooking demos. One was for a coffee and one was for like, I think a pasta. So he like walked in my shoes on like what it was like to make content. And he was like, this is really hard, but like I made this for you. Oh, after, that, after that, he like, we like chatted for a little bit, right? We DM'd back and forth. And then he was like, oh, you know, like, um like I'm a resident like I knew he was like a medical resident in radiology and he was like oh you know like I really enjoy studying like I'd love to study with you blah 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 and I was like okay we can do like he like was like well we can face and study I was like zoom and study um and so we like zoomed and we hung out over zoom and everything and this is all coming from the person who never ever had any type of online dating profile like I've never used tinder I've never Mm -hmm. used any of that so to meet someone through dms and now being like completely in love with them is like very out of character oh to hear you say that i just i feel like i've been there i've been telling times where you were like no like i I got i got played like this guy i hate him and just to see the full like uh i'm so happy for you (laughs) he's amazing he really is i don't know what i did in this life to deserve him but i'm just we're both like no you have to think about what didn't you do i feel like you're the most amazing person ever like i couldn't think of you know like you're so deserving of Mm -hmm. all of this love all of this abundance like don't don't think of it as like what did you do to deserve it like everything you've done has been to deserve this like you you've gone out of your way you're an amazing person with an amazing heart and yeah just just think of it like that like the way you're, you're putting him on a pedestal we put you on a pedestal like that every day like you're our, you're our person you're a girl like <laughs> and i it's it's, it's so beautiful to, and like you know me i'm like a freaking the most hopeful hopeless romantic there celia ever was. eats this shit up but i, I would do. like to very candidly point out celia hates like she like cannot picture herself like ending up with someone from her dms and I would just, I would like to very, very That's clearly point thing. this out. No, well, that, like, <laughs> but like, I'm totally receptive to it. Like, I think okay. that social media okay. is such a good, it's like better than dating apps because like you see way more of what a person is like based on their social media than you would from their little dating profile. I do. I, I agree. I agree. I don't think I would like do dating app stuff like that because it's, uh, I'm, you know, it's not, it, no, like it, it's just, uh, <laughs> Let's just say, you know. I just wanted to, for the record, for the record, Celita, I think you can maybe consider it if someone puts in, like, the amount of effort this man I put think, in. I think, okay, maybe not, maybe not, D- okay, mm-hmm. I will say, I'll consider DMs. I'll start opening some of them up. But the 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 real effort I would want to see is, like, if somebody duets one of my, like, TikToks or something or, like, makes a poem back to me, like, that that would work. Or, like, writes a song, any sort of, like, song writing for me, like, that would, right that would here. probably oh my god oh. no if I say this I'm gonna get uh... she's putting out the formula the secret sauce <laughs> no <laughs> like it would work it would it's just the way people do it is it, it may, may, makes a big difference and you know I don't know like... I really like it when people slide into my dms with like a legitimate like this man slid into your dms with a legitimate offer they weren't just like hey you know yeah, like and, what are you gonna and also the letter hey. of rec like yeah. he was like I know that mm-hmm. you're deserving like he was like, if like I come he, into your DM just and just like say a, something. Like a kind, normal human being. Whereas, like, I feel like a lot of the DMs Sally and I will get are, like, people reply emojis to our stories. I'm like, what am I going to say to no, that? I'm sometimes not I literally just get a hey or a hi or a you're so beautiful or can I marry well, you? Like, I have no idea who you like, are. You know, tell me, like, I'm an intellectual. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I'm- like, all of my poems are creative beautiful things for my mind. And I get the dumbest DMs. And then they're like, I don't know why you won't respond to me. Because I do see them sometimes, and the same people keep texting over and over again. I'm like, this isn't gonna work. Like, there's a reason I haven't responded because you're weirding me out. But yeah, the guitar, guitar duet song, song written about me that might work. It probably won't, but it might. You could try. You could try, but I laughed so hard. I was looking at. I commented something on one of your TikToks the other day, and (laughs) someone had commented, "Does the legend ever reply?" Did you see my my reply back to that? <laughs> it started like sometimes or something like that. 
Sometimes. There was when I said sometimes, and then there was when I was like, well, I wouldn't call myself a legend. And then all the like other replies were like, oh, I would. And I was like, guys, stop. And then I posted, got it. I posted some um some TikTok that was like, oh, I still don't have a Valentine. Like it was, I was just messing around. Mm-hmm. And I literally fell off my chair when I was recording this video. So this is why I decided to post it because I wasn't originally going to make a video like that. And then I was just recording, fell off my chair. And I was like, this could be me falling for you. Mm-hmm. I think Stephanie commented that was like, what time can I pick you up? And I like pinned the comment and I was like, I'll see you at seven. And so many people got mad at Stephanie and they were like, what do you mean you'll pick her up? Like, this is Relax. my person. Yeah, I think I said like, can I claim? And I like so ma- I get a notification every single day saying somebody liked your comment. Can I claim on Celia's video? It's so, it's so, my mom loves looking at my comments. I don't know if you guys as like families do this, but yeah, she just loves looking at all the comments and she'll talk to me and be like, Celia, tienes tantos hombres que te están mandando mensaje. Pero no les contesto. And she's like, pero Celia, ahí te andan rogando. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, really are. I love Celia's impression of her parents. It gets me every time. No, she's so funny I love my mom she's probably gonna listen to this she listened to all my stuff but yeah she she gets a kick out of it she literally commented on somebody's thing today because I made my caption for one of my posts like a lyric from un million de primaveras that was like Mm -hmm. solo falta un million de primaveras and somebody replied with the next lyric of like um like no puedo olvidarte something like that and she just replied to that with a question mark and I really want to be like ma no matter <laughs> la letra de la canción like it doesn't mean anything but I, I never see her reply but yeah she she replied to that person with a question mark and I was like damn homeboy's probably like uh I fumbled the bag now that her mom perceived me oopsie sorry, <laughs> sorry oopsies but I do I do want to ask um because he did take the time to make content and was like, I want to walk around your shoes to bring us back to to your story because I want to hear everything about it. How do you feel or how, I guess before this person, when you were kind of like maybe still in the introductory, introductory, whatever, um, to, to know that they're, you know, sending you a DM, they know about your social media, they know about your following, they know a lot about you because of what you post. Mm-hmm. How did that make you feel? And if you did have some sort of mistrust, because that's how I feel a lot, especially when I meet someone, once they start following me, I'm like, I don't know if you're doing this because you genuinely are this way or because you know that I would like it because I've talked about this in the past. Yeah. And so how did, like, what did this person have to do to kind of like get you feeling like, okay, like this is somebody that actually wants to date me and doesn't just want to date like girl in pink lab coat, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. So I definitely felt comfortable going into it. Cause I, I don't talk a lot about my personal life on my social media. Like you see me in the lab and like, you get a sense of who I am because of what I'm doing and how I like present myself, but no one knows if I'm dating anybody or not. Like, and it's not something that I ever talk about. And I'd like never, I don't know. I'd never like talk about that stuff. So for him, when, you know, we were chatting and getting to know each other, for me, what like let me know that he wasn't just doing it just for fundies was how intentional he was being with like our conversations and the the questions that he was asking, right? It wasn't anything superficial. It was like genuine, deep conversations where I felt like I could really share a little bit more about myself with him. And like he was also very vulnerable. And I'd say he probably took a lot more initiative about sharing and being vulnerable with me than I did with him so he was super vulnerable yeah yeah, he was very vulnerable and I think something that like let me know that he was very serious is like chatted about things that I think normal people wouldn't be willing to open up to about a stranger um and like I won't go into details about like what we talked about for um his Mm -hmm. privacy but I very much got the sense of like this is someone who is at a point in his life where he knows who he is he knows what he wants and he's very intentionally going out into the world and like making connections with people whether or not they result in something romantic he's like has the intention of like building genuine relationships with others um and I just felt very lucky to get to know a side of him that I think anybody else probably would have kept to themselves for a couple of months and it's kind of just like a feeling like you kind of like look into someone's eyes and like it just feels like you've been there before 
I don't know how to explain it. It's like oh. a like deja vu, like oh, I'm getting goosebumps, but you know, it's like a weird like look that like, like you get and you're just like, oh, I know this. This feels like, like coming home. Your yeah. souls recognize each other. Yeah. That's and that's so huge. Yeah. We didn't grow up anywhere. Like, we grew up on opposite sides of the country, like super different. Um, I mean, like he is Puerto Rican and Panamanian and like I'm Mexican. So very like, you know, different in in those regards. But like we didn't grow up anywhere near each other. Like never did I ever think I was ever going to bump into him. So and, it, you know, we've been dating for a how long we've we been dating. Oh my gosh. It just feels like it's been forever now. We've probably been dating for about like six months now. Yeah, six months. Um, and things are going very well. We're like really intentional on like what we want to do. And we've kind of just, you know, decided that like we're very happy and we found our peoples. And it was Aww. very much out of the blue because prior to this relationship, I had spent about like five, six years like on and off with somebody for a really long time throughout like college and like into grad school. Um, and you know, that is like a whole other story, but it would definitely, it's funny how, like when you let things out of your life go and you start like working on yourself and like find, make the effort to work on yourself and like be in a good place, like the kind of things that come to you. So I think like closing that chapter for me was like a really big deal and is what has allowed me to like find myself again and step out into like a new arena and like meet people that were like actually worth my time so I think the closing the chapter thing is huge and I I think you know Stephanie and I we we know all about this because we've been put to the test back and forth I mean like especially more recently of just letting things go and fully trusting in the universe god to just take us wherever we need to go and we've we've seen such changes in our lives as soon like literally like i'll I'll put my example but i'm not gonna say too much information because just like you like i don't like sharing a lot about my personal life even though Mm -hmm. my poems are you know i I keep them ambiguous but decided to you know fully just let something go i was like whatever this isn't for me and that's okay like wish you the best um completely cut it off and I had like four poems completely go viral, gain like a hundred thousand followers in a week. I'm at like close to five hundred thousand on TikTok now, and it was insane. Like I was sitting there seeing all these changes happening immediately, where I I feel like I had been in this stagnant energy for so long. And as soon as I was like, you know what, I'm letting it go. Like I'm done. Like I'm I don't I don't need to wait for someone to like figure out what they want with me. I was like, I'm done with this. And all of these changes happened so fast. And, and I, I, I'm so glad you said that because it's such an important thing that a lot of people don't realize. And they're like, oh, but like, what if this person comes back around? Like, what if my ex comes back around? Blah, blah, blah. Like the chapter closed for a reason. Yep. This like actions do speak louder than words. Yep. And if, if you feel like you need to put in the effort to have someone talk to you, to have someone give attention to you, they're not worth it. They're not worth it. Like, let's just reemphasize the effort that this like man put into just talking with you, not knowing if he would date you, just and to talk with you. To you. <laughs> yeah, and then he flew to see you. Yeah. And then he was respectful enough to be like, you know what? You might not like me, so I'm gonna go be somewhere else. If you don't like me, that's fine. Like he didn't expect you to to accommodate him in any way. Like not just his living arrangement, but he didn't expect you to make space in your life for him. He was just like, I just I want the pleasure. I have the privilege, the honor of like seeing you. And that's enough for me. And, you know, thankfully it went amazing and things have worked out. But I, I think that's a big point too of he knew going into it, like it's an honor just to see you. It's an honor just to be able to talk to you. And and he knew like, no, it's it, it's really like, that's how you have to think about it. And, I, you know, I don't want to say in like a big head sort of way because a lot of people would be like, but if you think that like, you know, you have a big, but you have to realize your worth. And it all stems back to, we were talking about self-love. Like you knew you love yourself that much. You knew how much you do for yourself, how much you, effort you put into yourself to take care of yourself, you know, to to do all these things. And so when somebody else comes into your life, you expect that of them, of being like, I set my standard because of myself, not because of anyone else. Like I put my standard here and my expectations, my standards aren't, you know, unrealistic because I do this for myself every day. Yeah. So if somebody comes in, like, this is what they need to meet. And if they don't, well. Yeah. 
too bad. <laughs> and I, I think that's really important too. And I like, I, I just, it's amazing that it exists. I keep telling myself like it needs to exist. And that's it why I love it telling is. these stories. Yeah. I mean, I thought that like, it was supposed to be painful and there was supposed to be like a lot of drama around it. And you know, no relationship is perfect. Like you're going to argue and have like spats with your partner, but there's just a level that I just like didn't understand. And like, no, we get into our little like discussions, like we're not. Yeah. But I think there's a difference not to cut you off, but I want to say like, there's a difference between disagreements and fights. Like if somebody's fighting with you, because I've I've been in the relationship where someone would like ignore me if I didn't do something that they wanted me to do. And it wasn't something that was like worth being like, not like if somebody loves you, they shouldn't be ignoring you, period. And it it was childish. And so I I think, yeah, no relationship is perfect, but there's, there's a difference, but continue. And I, I think like, I spent like a really long time hanging on to that, like on and off like relationship. And, you know, I think like the 19 year old me was still very hopeful that it like it would have worked out right that that version of Karen is very much a naive, hopeless romantic without like the logical stuff behind it and doesn't didn't know her self worth at the time. But I hung on to that for a real long time. And I think um, going through all of these changes, growing as a person and going through these very difficult experiences that forced me to look into the mirror really made me like sit down and like kind of like make decisions on like where are you going to put in your time and energy that like actually brings added value into your life and not anything else and definitely no hard feelings to that person they were definitely going through their own thing and I wish nothing but the best for them because they are a good person at the end of the day but I'm definitely happy to have closed that chapter and like move on from that and it just happens just it was so funny I was just like doing my own thing reading my Emily Henry and like Allie Hazelwood like rom-com books and like binging stuff going to the gym going on runs and here's this like beautiful soul of a man that just like walked into my life and just has not left and I'm very happy he's here <laughs> you two are so cute together they're hard launch pictures so cute I was like I I held on to those for a while I know because you sent them to me in October. It's February now. I was like, damn, I I was so honored to have seen them before. I was like, oh, I always wait anywhere from six months to a year before posting anybody. And he that's a good rule. Yeah, that's that's my rule. That is a good rule. I'm going to ask him if he wants to come say hi. Oh, my God. Are we going to hear his voice on the podcast? (laughs) He doesn't have to. He doesn't have to at all. A special like feature. I hear him listening to his house music. We'll see if he comes. Oh my god! No, this is so exciting. We're getting. This is like we get to meet him. Like this is. So I love surprises. I know. This, these, this, this little. Um, you know what this feels like to me when you were little and like Hannah Montana and like Wizards of Waverly Place would have a crossover. Yeah, this is and a crossover you were like episode. so excited for it because you were like all my favorite people in one TV show. I know. I hope our followers think of it this way. Oh my I god, is he here? I get so excited when they see you and I together, Celia. Hey, Hi, we don't bite. Well, hello. What's up? Hi. Oh. Nice to meet you. <laughs> you two look so good together. Uh, oh, dinner's ready. Dinner's ready. What? What would you make for her? That's what we want to know. That's what the podcast needs to know. I'm Puerto Rican, so rice and beans is my staple. And then she has this like plant based vegan meat that I, I don't know, I tried. <laughs> um, then I made some chicken for myself. Ah, uh, do you speak Spanish? Claro que sí. <gasps> Vamos. Good. Good. Oh. Do you, well, of course, you listened to Bad Bunny because we were just talking about how that's how you slid into her DMs. We were getting the whole story. Yeah, all the details. How did you? Okay, what video of hers did you see that you were like, "I'm gonna message her. I'm gonna pursue this." I think it was it was the one where she was like at she was like doing some um, soil work in the mountain, and I just like seeing her like so passionate about that. I think was kind of exciting. Just seeing her so interested in sciences and as a Latina also. So Mm -hmm. I think those two things were kind of what captured my eye at first. But you know, that's just the beginning. Yeah. I guess like one of his like friends or or a mutual or someone that he knew yes. in the medical field had like 
reposted like something of mine and he saw it and then like a couple months later I popped up again and he was like oh there so you go. That. <laughs> out. how does it feel to be dating the Karen Parada feels amazing I feel very blessed as Good. you should as Don't you should forget yeah. it. <laughs> there's, there's a privileged position to be in that's right that's yeah. right Cool. Cool. Well, I'll be out in a bit. Sounds good. It was nice being y'all. It was nice. We'll we'll talk to you later on when we're not in the podcast because we obviously (laughs) want to get to know you more. Let me know. Let's do it. Of course. Nice to meet you. Cool. Oh. He made you plant-based meat. Yeah, I'm excited for dinner. I am hungry. (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah. I haven't eaten either. We will we'll wrap this up in a little bit. But one of one of the questions, this is my wishful thinking planning for the future. You're an incredibly, you know, high achieving independent woman. You know what you want, you know what you're doing, like you have your interests, you have your hobbies. To go from being single and having all these interests by yourself how was the transition going into like this very fulfilling relationship and how do you navigate it to maintain your independence while in a relationship? Mm. Well, yeah, I'm like scared of sharing my time. Yeah. This is something I think about all the time. I already feel so busy. Like how am I going to make space and time for somebody else in a way that's healthy? Because I also don't want to get into an unhealthy relationship of like leaving all of my interests behind to make space for this person. So it's something that I want to ask for myself of like, I need advice, even though I'm not in a relationship. No, I think this is why, like, being raised by a very independent, boss-ass single mother, a lot of, like, my fears of dating were exactly what you just mentioned, like, sharing my time. I, unfortunately, am kind of selfish in that sense, um, but have learned over the years to um, do better. But I think for at least something that I've learned is that when you're with the right person, you don't feel the need to like change things, like change your interests because you guys would both have not the same interests, but it would align in some ways on like where you go both very much value like your own time and your own hobbies that like, it's just, it's out of the question that you would ever have to give up any of those to be with that other person. So we're very co-independent in the sense that like he has his own things going on with residency, right? Like mm-hmm. he schools like like two times, like in the morning, like before, like I am even like awake and like calls or like at night, right? So it's just like finding a balance and just like working in a puzzle piece, but not throwing any of the puzzle pieces away. So I'm very happy to say that I don't feel the need to stop doing any of the things that I like because our stuff aligns so well that I still get to do it. And even when we're not together, like we're together in the sense that we we feel connected because we're both doing something that we love and we get to do it together in separate ways. Um, But, you know, like there is like, you know, you have to reschedule a little bit, right? Move some stuff around, but like, it is doable. I think it's just when you're with the right person and you guys both value that, like it fits. It take there is some compromising. Nothing is perfect, but it does fit. I like that you use the term co-independent. I've never heard that before. Yeah. I'm all about being, I'm super independent. I like doing things by myself and we're both that way. So we're able to do it together in a healthy way. So sometimes we're just like hanging out and like, we're not saying anything. He might be studying. I might be editing content. And it's just really nice because we're both doing the things that we want to do and we're together and it's like, great. So it's quality time, at least for both of us. Like that's our love language is quality time, even if we're not doing anything and just sitting down and doing nothing and not talking. So, yeah, but it it is possible just finding somebody that aligns um, with your values and like what you want to do and being very ambitious definitely helps for me as a very ambitious person. He's super ambitious. He has a lot of plans. So it's really, it's really nice to see him like want to do that. And it's nice to cheer him on and have him do that for me as well. Power couple, power couple Mm. through and through. My gosh, I'm, I'm obsessed with this. Like, thank you so much also for telling us all this. Like it's, you usually don't share a lot of your personal life. So I know this is, this is kind of big. It's kind of like a weird feeling to, to be sharing a lot of this, but I'm, I'm really grateful that you are because a lot of people don't think it exists. Sometimes myself included. And Stephanie has been like banging this out of my brain. But when you've been like 
we were talking before about how you were kind of in that on and off situation. Like when you've been in toxic situations in the past, I feel like I've only been in toxic relationships, in toxic situations where, you know, partly could have been my fault because I was immature, because I was younger, because I didn't know how to communicate my own needs. But also a lot of the times people will treat you badly and you don't know how to stand up for yourself. And I, I think I'm better at that now. But like I said, even sometimes it's hard to let things go because you're like, oh, like, but what if, but what if? So I think hearing about this and seeing that you can be an independent person, you can be an ambitious person, you can be doing social media, you can be a Latina in STEM and also have this beautiful, fulfilling relationship with someone that supports that. Because a lot of the times, you know, my fear is somebody finding me on social media, which is why I usually don't go through DMs. And they kind of fall for this idea of me. And they're like, yeah, like, love this, love this. And at the start, it's very like, I support you. I want this for you. Like, I'm so glad you're ambitious. And then it's slowly you either see them becoming incredibly insecure to the point where they're projecting that onto you of like, oh, like I remember I went on a date with someone. I don't even know, like probably like when you started seeing your mans Mm -hmm. and this, this person was, he was, I was, we were sitting down, we were on this date and I was talking about my own self-love journey. And I said, yeah, like was bullied a lot. And then had to kind of like build myself from rock bottom up because I just like let it get so bad to the point where I lost all self-confidence. And I was talking about like started doing the videos because I felt really alone and it really helped me to kind of build some sort of identity where I didn't know who I was anymore. And it wasn't for other people. It was very much like for myself. And then poetry kind of found me and that started helping. And for some reason, this man interpreted as like, oh, so you get your confidence from the guys in your DMs. And it like to have just said everything that I said, and have it loop back to like, oh, so you're confident because you get all this male validation it was kind of like a smack in the face. And yeah. so this is why a lot of the time and I hadn't met this person like through social media, like I met them through just like friends of friends. And to hear that made me feel so bad about myself because I was like, is this the way that I'm perceived by potential like suitors? And that, like it's it's something that I've been dealing with a lot of like I'm really afraid to meet someone now and have them find my social media and like I said fall for this idea of who I am and then yeah they don't actually like that like they actually hate that I'm successful they actually hate that I'm doing all these things but they don't want to say that because then they're like they're with me you know yeah so that's that's my little my little rant <laughs> but or it's yeah. like they like the idea of you. Like, I'm sure every man likes the idea of like a strong, intelligent, independent woman who like has oh, yeah. her life together without you. But then when they actually get to know you, it's like, oh, you like the idea of me. Like you like the idea of everything that I do, but you didn't necessarily like me as a person. You know, like you fell in love with all of my potential and everything you thought that I could bring you, but you didn't like fall in love with me as a human being, like without any of those extra titles or things. Yeah. I think it's just really important. And unfortunately, like, as someone who has like dated a lot and primarily has broken up with her partners because they like couldn't handle being with somebody like that had a lot of things to do or like mm-hmm. they just like got in the got in the way is like a really bad way to say it but like you know kind of like weren't yeah, they really, were bring, they yeah. were like not being they were not being supportive and conducive to yeah. your goals yeah, yeah. Or like, oh, you're in the lab all the time. I'm like, bro, you knew what you were getting into. Um, but I think it's and it's something that like my partner and I talk a lot about is just like when you meet someone, it's not the idea, it's who they are, as they are. And if like you're really serious about being with someone, like you have to know yourself well enough and love yourself well enough to accept yourself for who you are, but also be mature enough to accept somebody else as they are and like all of their flaws right like neither of us are perfect in this like relationship but we both like know that we don't want to change anything up besides like improvement improvement but like we don't want to change anything about the other person and I think it comes down to like a maturity thing and like where you're at in life and if you run into people like that I think that says more about them than it does about you because it has nothing to do with you it's just mm-hmm. them and it's that where they're at in their life when they meet you. And I think it's just a matter of like staying confident and staying grounded. And like, no, this is where I'm at. I know where I'm at. I know who I am. I know what I I'm think doing. that's my problem. If you meet me and like, you don't know, that's okay. But I'm not 
going to go backwards or sideways in order to accommodate that. I'm going to keep going forward. So it's just, it's just like this weird, like you just bump into each other and you just miss, or you bump into each other and you just keep going forward together. And I, I always got mad when like people would say like, oh, it's a timing thing. It's a timing thing. I'm like, shut up. When is it going to be my time? And you know, it kind of just happens, but it just, it says more about the other person than it does about you. At the end of the day, it has nothing to do with you. And that's a really annoying thing is as someone who does typically like a little bit more control in things. It's a thing that's completely out of your control. You can't change what people think about you um, or what people say about you or how they perceive you. Like that's their own journey, not yours. You just keep mm-hmm. doing and what will find you and what's for you will be there. That's very good advice. It's just the thing that I struggle with is you were saying that you usually break up with your partners when things oh, are yeah. going well. I'm, <laughs> I'm the complete opposite. Like normally I will literally get so incredibly bad to the point where I just like lose all, like, I feel like I'm begging this person to be with me. At least that's how it's been in the past. And I don't think I'm aware of my own power in general. Like, I don't think I'm aware. Like when this happened with this guy of him being like, Oh, like all this male validation, like I forget that I have the social media thing when I'm, you know, not, posting video like I post videos I make the poems but I kind of like log out and do my own thing like and so I forget about it and it's just I don't know sometimes I feel like it might be partly my fault because I'm like oh maybe I don't love myself enough to walk away from these situations because why am I attracting these people that are inherently insecure and I think it's because in the past not so much anymore like Stephanie and I have been big talking about this but in the past I have had this insecurity of oh, I don't deserve this. Oh, like, why am I doing this? Oh, not to be like ashamed of it. Like, I'm not ashamed of it at all. I'm not ashamed of being who I am. But I'm. it's almost this fear of if I present myself fully, accepting myself fully, somebody won't like it. But I, I, I'm slowly learning to realize like it's better that's okay it's yeah like it's better if somebody doesn't like like and I can still because my fear is always like oh because in the past I just stopped accepting myself and I like changed to morph into whatever they want but then you realize like they don't even know what they want so you're morphing into like all these globs of things that are never going to be anything until you hate yourself and you're like oh my god like who am I at the end of the day mm-hmm. so you know lately I'm kind of like setting that boundary with myself of like no like you don't have to be what somebody else wants you to be if you have to change yourself for somebody like you like they're not your person like, you know what really switched it in my brain for so long? It's like, uh, I feel like women are always made to like make sure everyone else around them is happy and like make sure everyone else is appeased. And so it's like, do they like me? Do they like me? Do they like me? And the second you switch it from do they like me to do I even like them? Yeah. That's when like you yeah. take your power right back into your hands because it's like, do I even like them to be spending this time and energy and effort like talking to them, thinking about them? And that's like, I think what you need to drill into your head where it's like, Honestly, no, because if they don't want to put in the time and effort to talk to me, then they're not worth the time of day. Yeah, no, I even like them. That's so true. And there's also the whole like you were saying that both you and your partner, your big big quality um, time people. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that has a lot to do, too, with if somebody is loving you in the way you understand love, you're going to appreciate it so fully. Yeah, But if it's completely different and that person isn't even like taking the time to like mm-hmm. understand what you want to like actually check in with you, like you're always going to be missing each other because like speaking different languages, like you're never going to under- understand each other. And I saw this quote once that was like, I hope you don't spend your entire life translating your soul. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Damn. Like that's so true. And I, I think so often like people we were saying like the timing thing like it is really freaking annoying when somebody's like oh yeah like the timing like it'll happen when you least expect it because you're like well I don't expect it now because I don't believe in it because I don't think it exists and because when you don't believe it then you're like attracting also that energy that this is what I was like saying with Stephanie of like if you're attracting that bad energy of like it doesn't exist like it's not going to exist because you're going to keep attracting partners that are giving that back to you and if you don't send that boundary of this is what I accept and this is who I am then you're just letting people perceive your energy when you shouldn't. I think it's just walk into any any situation, not even just romantic, just walk into it, your authentic self. Mm-hmm. If they like you, they like you. And if they don't like you, that's okay. You're not meant to be everybody's cup of tea. And I, I think like just being yourself and just showing up 
and not like not pretending and just I think for me saves so much social energy and also just lets me know like who I vibe with and who I don't vibe with because I think we're all getting to the point where like bending over backwards for stuff that's not for you is just it's not cute anymore it's not fun my back hurts and uh I'd like to stay you know (laughs) (laughs) no that's so true (laughs) it's also so much of a maturity thing too like as you get older you're like I can't believe that I put myself in these situations and positions that I have in the past and a dollar for every time <laughs> no literally and it's very crazy how sometimes the same cycles keep repeating until you change the way you react to them and I've yep. it's definitely had this happen where the same thing and I saw some TikTok that was like oh I keep getting the same person different fonts yep. and I was like damn like that's that's really how it be feeling sometimes of just mm-hmm. maybe not the way they look maybe not you know the way they act but the way they think and the way they see you because you know, and I, I want to ask your advice too of, I feel like I keep getting in these situations where, you know, guys don't commit. They like, don't want to commit. Like maybe they really like you, blah, 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 blah. And then they're like, you know what? I just want to be friends. And so when you mm-hmm. do start talking to someone, like, how do you take them seriously? Cause somebody could say all these things like really upfront of, oh yeah, like I see a future with you, blah, blah, blah. And then later on switch it. Right. So I, I don't take them seriously unless they take it seriously. That's just it. Mm. Okay. Like if they're not, if their actions aren't serious, it's not serious. And that's it. And then I just stop taking it serious. They can Do say, you like whatever. stop talking to them? Uh, I'd say like, yeah, but not in like a cold, like I'm going to block you kind of way. It's just like a, okay, like you want to say hi every now and then like, oh, hey, how's it going? Like, I'm not a mean person, but I'm not interested in you like that. Like I'm not taking that um inquiry from you serious because it's not serious like you're very much literally telling me and showing me that you're not serious so why would I take it seriously right damn it's like it's like that's true viewing for a job and you have an applicant that says yeah I'm like super interested blah 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 but they never submit their application you can't give them the position if they didn't apply you know damn that's exactly. so true wow. I just, oh exactly. my god that was a perfect way to person this is coming from the person who had the same person, different font for like seven years. And then, you know, up until maybe the last like two years, I maybe even year and a half, I'd like, didn't take it seriously unless they were serious. And they're like, Oh, I just want to be, I'm like, okay, that's cool. Did you feel that switch within yourself and your mentality when you were like, you know what, I'm not going to behave the same way I've been behaving in the past. Like, this is how we're doing this. And the reaction that you get from a guy that's like, oh, you know, I really like you, but, you know, I just want to be friends. And you're like, okay. And they're like, oh, you're so cool. I'm like, not as cool as you're th- yet. Yeah, like, yes, I'm cool, but not in the way that you're thinking cool. I'm just not Uh-oh. here for this. And I'm like, yeah. you don't know what's going on in my head, but I'm glad that you are. I love that you feel okay about this because I feel okay. <laughs> they almost get offended. Like they're like, it's like they're rejecting you and then they're offended that you're not upset. And I'm like, well, if I know my self-worth and I know who I am and I know what I deserve, like, why would I care if you don't want to be the one to give it to me? Yeah. Yeah. I've also learned not to play the waiting game. Like if somebody's like, I don't like you now, but I might like you later. No, they won't. They won't. And if they do, they're, they're not your person. I can promise you. Th- this is a hard truth that I have had to learn is there's no no somebody that really wants you like got in you've told us the whole time of every thoughtful thing this like immediately like there was no hesitation no oh may, there might be someone better Mm-mm. he was like you know what you're the one for me and I'm I'm gonna prove it to you and he has and I feel like he, just right now he was saying how he was making you dinner like yeah. and I think he, yeah. yeah it's just it continues every day and it's it's definitely a feeling and sometimes it's hard to tell, but I think once you like kind of filter out the non-serious inquiries, I think it gets a lot easier, right? Like I've had have people that like, you know, during my hot girl summer, like I had somebody that um was being very serious, they were being very intentional. And then like one day to the next, it was like a 180. And I was like, I, I was blindsided, right? Cause like they were doing all the right things, right? They were showing and up and like doing everything. And then it just changed. And then I realized, I was like, well, like I'm not going to beat myself up for it because they did all of the stuff that they were supposed to. It just changed. And that's out of my control. That's that 
person's journey, not mine. And I just have to be okay with it and just let it go. That was how my last relationship ended. And all my friends were like, how are you not like showing up at his door and freaking out? And I was like, because what good would that do? Like what peace would that bring me? Like you said, like if it's out of our control, you let it go and something better will come along. Yeah. It's just, it's not for you. Like, that's what I've learned. Like if something goes, it's because it's not for you. Like anything mm-hmm. that is meant for you, like what's the saying? Like, si te toca, aunque te quites, si no te toca, aunque te pongas. Like it's literally like, if it's meant for you, even if you get out of the way, it will still hit you full force. Like there's no escaping it. And if it's not meant for you, even if you go chasing it, even if you're begging on your knees for it, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, it's something that it takes time to learn and it takes, you know, your brain being not as mushy to like fully understand the yeah. the severity of just be with yourself. And I, I think let's just to end this, you know, any final words of advice for anyone? Because I know I have a lot of hopeless romantics, hopeful romantics that listen to me. And, you know, if somebody's really sad and being like, you know, I, I feel like I'm doing everything right. I'm working on myself. I'm breaking these cycles. I'm not putting myself in bad positions, but nothing's happening for me. Like what advice would you give to them? I would say just be, you know, this also made me like really annoyed when people would say this to me, but just like enjoy what you have in the moment, right? Like life is a ride and you can't go back. You can't go forward, right? You just have to take it day by day. And if you feel like nothing's happening, I'd say like take a step back and like look a little closer. There are things happening. It might not be the thing that you're looking for that you're really yearning for, but things are happening and just be really thankful for what you have and continue making the intention to like go in the direction that you want to go to it will happen. Just enjoy it is what I would say. Thank you, Karen. And thank you so much for giving us all this wonderful advice, for telling us your love story and for kind of letting us into your your heart's home for a second here. And I, I really yeah. appreciate it. And I don't take it lightly at all. And it's it gives me hope. So I hope it gives our listeners hope. And yeah, I think I love your way of thinking and I I love the whole self-love aspect and that you were really just working on yourself and it it just happened. And, you know, sometimes it could be in the back of your mind of like, oh, like, when am I going to meet this person? But then, you know, at the forefront, you're like, I love myself. I have a great relationship with myself. Like, I'm not missing anything. I'm whole completely by myself. And then you get to add this, this extra, you know, character in your life. And it just, (laughs) it just happens. And one of these days when I find my person, maybe we'll have to redo this podcast and you guys are going to be like, see, sí, Celia, I'm like, and I'm going to be like, oh, shut up. <laughs> but like, yeah, thank interview. you so much. And and you guys want to do my little my little outro with me? I always do that. Okay, bye. <laughs> if you guys okay. like All right. Yeah. One, two, three. Okay, okay bye. bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we can stop recording. I was now. off key. <laughs> <laughs> You're fine.